fuck up the game, mate. Like, but you gotta, you don't, you gotta live it to understand it. You know what I mean? That's talking then. I, I, I hope anyone that's listening to that, I hope, I hope you're smarter than what we were. You know what I mean? And you, and you don't do it. You know what I mean? But in, in saying that, like, I lost my life twice on it. I, I cut my arm. I don't know if you can see it or not. I got a great big scar. I'll flash the photo of that anyway, but... Yeah, it starts from here, goes all the way up to just below the elbow. Um, that was like 200 bucks. Yep. 200 bucks, you know what I mean? But it wasn't the money. It was the fact that I rang this cunt up, held in, you fucking only money, where is it? And he had the check to say, no, you're not fucking getting it. Like, I was like, oh, is that right? Like, that was the, the height. I was like, all right then, cunt. Yep. So, yeah, man, I strolled down there, tried kicking in his front door. He opened the window up, mouth and off through the window, so I was punched and clean through the window. You know what I mean? And obviously cut my own to pieces and dropped in and sorted it out after that. And, and yeah, didn't even realise. Got back to the car and one of my mates started me. He's like, fuck man. He goes, you feel a bit white. I was like, yeah, I feel a bit funny. Like, and, you know, like you wear like new jumpers, you've got the cuffs on the arms, like down where your wrists are. I remember just, as I went to take the jumper off, I was like, pulled the up guys we are back finally after a couple of months off uh during that time me and my beautiful partner brought our my third baby daughter into the world darcy so we've been enjoying every minute of that and soaking up all the fun there but stay tuned the next few weeks we have some big names coming on we'll be dropping an episode every week so definitely stay tuned um there's a lot more good great stories out there yet to come Without further ado, I introduce to you today's guest. This fella is a long-time mate of mine. Um, he's an OG from the area that I lived in, in southern Tassie there. He, um, he's lived a hell of a life filled with lots of drug abuse, um, crime and jail. Um, he got clean roughly eight years ago and turned his life around, became a father, started doing the righty and doing good things. So I introduce to you, Mr. Andy Barron. Welcome to the podcast, brother. How are you? Good, mate. What's happening? Not a lot, bro. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, mate. It's been oh, a couple of years at least, I reckon. It has, bro. It has, but fucking, we both turned our lives around, eh? Doing the doing the righty. Yeah, 100%. Trying to change it up, become a bit of a family man nowadays. Yeah, bro. So let, let's let's do our best to paint a bit of a picture of your life, brother. Um, obviously, you know, I've reached out to you. I know you've fucking had a hectic past, bro. So, yeah, I'd be happy if you can paint a picture of it, bro. Let's let's take it back to the start, bro. Where it gives a bit of a rundown on your upbringing and, um, and, and yeah, go from there, bro. Yeah, righto. Um, upbringing. upbringing was pretty good. My mum and dad 
they were together until I was probably about 16, I think. I think I stood up when I was 16, which must have had a bit of a tail on me. I didn't really think it did at the time, you know what I mean? 16 years old, thinking you're king shit and whatnot. Yeah, don't really think it takes that much of a tail on you, but as the years later on go on, you obviously realise it sort of does a bit. But um, my, I, used to, I just grew up playing sport, man. I was soccer, footy, um, anything with a bowl, really. You know what I mean? I, I didn't really do much drinking or partying in the early early days when all my mates were like 14, 15 on the piss. You know, I didn't really start till, you know, probably late 16 sort of thing. I was always training for sport and whatnot. And then, yeah, the um, yeah, pants sort of split and I stopped playing sport and whatnot and started you know, partying a bit, started getting into the drinking. Probably felt like I had a bit of catching up to do, you know what I mean? And what was your I think it was only What was your schooling like, bro? You know, like um was you was you straight A kid or what? Like No, nah, I was a bit of a I suppose you call it the class goose. Yeah. <laughs> my, my grades my grades were all right, don't get me wrong, like you know what I mean, but like I was always you know, I was pretty Pretty out there, you know what I mean? Pretty outgoing. I like make new people, like stirring people up, you know, whether that was the teacher or the principal. You know what I mean? It didn't really matter. I was always in trouble, you know what I mean, growing up, but it was never like, never nothing bad, you know what I mean? It was just boys being boys, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you would have been the same. A lot of other people listening to her would have been the same. She's, she's all just a bit of fun growing up, you know what it's like? Yeah, 100%, bro, definitely. We'll get into it a little bit later on, fucking um, talking about being a bit of a... Goose growing up on that, bro, the way we met. <laughs> <laughs> the way we met. That, that could have ended a hell of a lot worse than what it fucking did, that's sure. It, it could have, brother, but it, it went the other way, didn't it? We ended up fucking being best of mates from there on in, but we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later, brother. So, um, you know, you, you were all right at school on that, bro. You you what started to started to party and shit at what, around what age? Yeah, like I said, around probably the later days of 16, you know what I mean? Maybe like halfway through 16, coming up to 17, I think you got me first ping up by the time I was, you know, probably only like a month or two after first started drinking, you know what I mean? And then yeah, yeah. it escalated to, you know, a whole bunch of other shit, started smoking hooch and getting on the whiffer and, you know, with, with all that comes, you know what I mean, a whole different aspect of life, you know what I mean? You start seeing things different, start thinking you're something you're not, like, 100%. You know what I mean? It's, it's all recreational, that sort of stuff, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It was never an addiction, that. That was just part of the life, but that's sort of the, the, the gateway that opened up to the other things, you know what I mean? And yeah. as soon as I got to about, you know what I mean? As soon as I got to about probably 19 through to 22, I think it was, that she was, she hit the hard shit, you know what I mean? The ice, and yeah. that fucked me for a good year, three years, I reckon. So, Changed so- into a person. I didn't want to back. So take it back a little bit, brother. Sort of how did how did the because you know we, we'll talk about it as we go further. Ice was your fucking downfall, clearly. Um, how did that first come about, bro? Can you remember, like? Yeah, hundred percent. I remember it down to the two. My me and my old man, we always we always up and down going up. We're tired as fuck now, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But going up, we're always a bit up and down and whatnot. And my twenty first birthday, we had a bit of a um, our vacation, uh, a bit of um, come to blows with each other, and anyway, um, my mother, she was living in Queensland already. She just moved probably a year prior to that, and um, so I didn't have anyone family-wise living down here. Not that I spoke to her anyway. So 
Yeah. I just more of a sad that deeper, and I was obviously already by this stage taking you know pinners with her, like partying, like never. Like I said, I felt like I had, I had catching up to do. All my mates have been doing it for years before I started. You know what I mean? So, yeah. oh, when I hit it, I hit it hard. You know what I mean? Like girls, fucking everything. You know, it all just comes. It all, it's all one big. It all comes together. You know what I mean? Like it's you don't get one without the other. And yeah, you know, I, I remember I was you know moving a fair few pins and that out the town and you know what I mean like thinking you were the man and whatnot. And to be honest, it probably, it probably was at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you fucking but, were, bro. You were when I first met you. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, there was, it wasn't a wasn't a weekend that didn't come where, you know, I wasn't in two or three punch-ups every weekend or, you know, dropping fucking ten fingers and going out town Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. You know what I mean? Like, you were just, you were living the life. In, in, in your mind, I was having the time of my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was literally having the time in my life, but going back to when it started, like I said, selling fingers and whatnot. And I had, had a mate, I won't say who, but I had a mate. He always used to sell a bit of, you know, sell a bit of crack and that. And yep. he always had heaps of money. I had heaps of money. And like, I was doing all right too, but he always had more money than me. And I was like, where the fuck are you getting all this money from, man? And he told me, and I was like, fuck, well, I want to do that. Yep. Oh, I want to do that. So, and I, I was working at the time, you know what I mean? But, just anyway, make, I started doing it. Just make that a little bit clearer. You wanted to do what? Oh, I, I wanted to sell chart. I wanted to make more money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's, I was, like I said, I was flipping bickies and that, making good money. And then, like I said, one of my mates, he was, like, we'd come back from a night out, you know what I mean? And I'd have five, six thousand dollars cash and he'd have 10 or 12. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? I think, you know, the fuck, like, I, I was talking more people than you, you know what I mean? Like, and, but yeah, I, like I said, I, I ended up saying, I was like, oh, fuck it, man. Like, I want to do that. Like, I, I, I want to make more money. So he sort of put, took me under his wing a bit and, you know what I mean? And I wasn't using I was just moving it, you know what I mean? And then after a bit, when you, when you, as you know yourself, when you're selling it, you sort of have to take it to like, people could ring you up at fucking 3.30 on a fucking Tuesday morning. You know what I mean? Like, you, 100%, bro. That's what, it, that's the way it goes, eh? That's, <laughs> Your, your average ice addict is, they're nocturnal, bro. They're awake at that time of night, aren't they? You know, 100%. Like, you're getting on the Charlie or, or Vicky's or something like that. It's, it's a recreational drug. People only do it Friday, Saturday. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. in hindsight. You know what I mean? When it comes to an ice, like, that's an addiction. Yeah. So you can't you can't go without it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you do go without it, that's when, like, the servos get shot up or held up or fucking something like that because they're doing whatever the fuck they possibly can to get it. You know what I mean? Like, Definitely, but, bro. But I, I was probably lucky in that sense. Like, I didn't do nothing in terms of like thieving and shit to do it. You know what I mean? Because I always had it. Yep. Which was probably the, the better better side for me. But but it's a, it really is the devil's drug, you know what I mean? You don't realise how fucked up you are on it yeah. until until, you know, you look back as the years go by. Like, I, I, I remember coming off it, man, after three years and around one of my mates' house. So I'd wake up first thing in the morning, man, and I, I, I would have cramps. I would have such bad cramps in my gut. So he would literally carry me out, you know, carry me out outside to his little fresco area. He'd make me a coffee, give me a smoke, you know what I mean? And, yep. and that happened every day for about two and a half weeks, yep. you know what I mean, when I first, first finally got off it, like, I mean, I was using a lot, man. Yeah, fuck, I, I was using bro, yeah. a lot. When you say a lot, bro, give us a, give us a bit of a what you were sort of using on a daily basis, bro. I, I know myself, but just for the for the viewers, bro. 
if they, on average, if I had a party, if I had a big party, and I which happened to lost. Yeah, you know what I mean. Every night of the week. I'd, yeah, pretty well. You know what it's like. You know what I mean. But if I had, if I had a party on a weekend, say where it was back and even where there was a lot more people that actually came, I could shoot anywhere from a quarter to a half ounce knock. Yeah, crazy. You know what I mean. Like that, that's 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 obviously shouting people as well. You know what I mean. But, but on a day to day basis, just for me to go. I remember, because I was a pretty functional one in terms of like I'd wake up first thing in the I'd go to bed every night if I wanted to. You know what I mean. And then. But I'd wake up first thing in the morning and the ritual, I used to have a little chest of drawers sitting on my bedside table. I'd wake up, man, before I'd even, before I'd even fucking scratch my ass in the morning, my hand was straight down in that in that top drawer, man, and it was, you know, at least 15 to 20 puffs on it before I even got up out of bed. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that was my morning coffee. Yeah. You know what I mean? My morning coffee and smoke. And then, and then the day got on, you know what I mean? You'd, you'd wake up, you'd, you'd go drive. Fucking, it you'd spend four or five hours. Full time job, eh? Like, That's exactly what it was like. Like I said, you wake up. When I wake up, it's like, right, who owes your money? Who am I going to drop off to? What's going to happen here? What's going to happen there? And you just, you take off. Yep. You know what I mean? And then every single person you go to, you have a couple of puffs with them. And then you go to the next one, you have a couple of puffs with them. And before you go home, then you're smoking an eight ball to yourself, just to yourself, sitting at home at night. You probably already consumed an eight ball through the day, just sit yeah. like, on your trip. Straight off the bat, you know what I mean. Like, and you don't like, but the more you, the more you use, yeah, the more you had to set. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right, you yeah. had to support your own habit. You know what I mean. So it was like it was it was a dangerous game, man. Which is what led to other things. You know what I mean. People didn't pay their teeth or or didn't pay their money, or you know what I mean. Like repercussions had to happen because I was a gun, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like, yeah. Just you know, to give, led, led to, just to give a little bit of an insight, so. Around the days when I first met you, like, you know, most of my viewers now have heard my story, bro, you know, how, like, I, I went downhill on the on the shit and that as well, but just a little bit of an insight, you lived straight across the road from me there, hey, around at the time when we met, and, um... I was probably, I was probably the poison of your fucking addiction, I think, I know. <laughs> at the end of the day, it was my own choice, bro, but definitely contributed yeah. to it, for sure, but, you know, yeah, yeah but, all right, so, you, you sort of, um... You know, you'd been on it for a little bit and that. So you you had that bit of a head as a bit of a standover. You know, you wouldn't let you wouldn't let cunts rip you off sort of thing. Um when did the sort of crime, when did the coppers and that the police start to come into your life, bro? Cops are always in my life since about I think my first ever assault charge was on my seventeenth birthday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then yeah, that, yeah. And that, that wasn't even on the ice. But when, when I got on the ice, that was, I already had a, I already, I think I, I went to jail, I think it was two weeks after I turned 18. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, only for a couple of weeks, you know what I mean? More or less like a scare tactic. Trying, they must have tried to scare me or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? For gives a little bit of insight. Bit of gives a little bit of an ins- insight on that, bro. How you, how you felt going in for your first time at that age and, and you know, so on. Like. Fucking shit myself, mate. <laughs> 18 years old, you know, 60 kilos, or probably at the time, probably 65, 70 kilos, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Ended up going in there knowing a few people anyway, but anyone that tells you that they weren't scared the first time they walk in the jail, mate, I sit here and tell you you're full of shit. Yeah, same. You know bro. what I mean? Same. I was walk, walking down that spine for the first time, man, with a, with a fucking nothing but a fucking garbage bag on one shoulder, clothes on the other. 
and then you got fucking 100 fucking or 200 inmates running up fucking yelling and screaming. You don't know who the fuck's are. Your butterflies are flying through yeah. your guts. I remember, bro, I remember my first, when I first walked in there, one of them was like, you got anything up your bum? And I sort of just laughed it <laughs> off and that. And then the other kind said, you want, want something up there? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, that, that sort of fucking intimidation, bro, in a way, you know, like fucking, you don't know who's who and that at the time. Like, 100%. That's what I mean. I, I, I did be two weeks, got out. I got out literally uh, the 20, 23rd of December. I think it was, because it was a couple of days before Christmas. It was the last court date. I think it was the 22nd, 23rd. It was literally the last court date before they went to Christmas break. Yep. I got bail. And then I got locked up Christmas Eve for another assault down the wharf to like, to a day or two later. And then got released Christmas morning on police bail. Like, that's the sort of life it was, man. Like, I was, you know what I mean? Like, I, I always, you know, like you said, I, I stand up for what I believe in, you know what I mean? If I don't like if I don't like her, you know I don't like her. I don't try and pretend I don't try and pretend to, you know what I mean? But yeah. but being on that shit, that just heightened everything. You know what I mean? That was just all of a sudden it wasn't it wasn't a respecting, it was a also it was a bit of a respecting, but it was it was more a you I, I am the man. You feel like a celebrity. You feel yeah. like I am the fucking I am the king right now. Like if you disrespect me, you can't I won't just punch your head in like I'll rock up to your house with a loaded barrel and point it down your fucking throat. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, that, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. You know, like a few times. Like, yeah, yeah, fucking oath, bro. Um, she's, a, she's a fucking happy game, mate. Like, yeah. But you got to, you don't, you got to live it to understand it. You, do you know it, what right. I mean? That's talking about, I, I, I hope anyone that's listening to that, I hope, I hope you're smarter than what we were. You know what I mean? And, yep. you, and you don't do it. Yep. You know what I mean? But in, in saying that, like, I lost my life twice in it. I, I cut my arm. I don't know if you can see it or not. I got yeah. a great big scar. I'll flash the starts photo from, up anyway, but yeah, it starts from here, goes all the way up to just below the elbow. Um, that was over two hundred bucks. Yep, two hundred bucks. You know what I mean? But it wasn't the money. It was the fact that I rang this cunt up, held in, you fucking owe me money. Where is it? And he had the check to say, "No, you're not fucking getting it." Like, yep. I was like, "Oh, is that right?" Like, that was the the height. I was like, right, I then can't. Yep. So, yeah, man, I strolled down there, tried kicking in his front door. He opened the window, mouthing off through the window, so I just punched him clean through the window. You know what I mean? And obviously cut my own to pieces and jumped in and sorted it out after that. And, and yeah, didn't even realise. Got yeah. back to the car and one of my mates told me, he's like, fuck, man, he goes, you, you look a bit white. I was like, yeah, I feel a bit funny. Like, and you know, like you wear like your jumpers, you've got the cuffs on the arms. Yeah. Like down where your wrists are. I remember just, as I went to take the jumper off, I like pulled the cuff back to rip my arm out. And as I put it up, man, it was, it was literally like, I just opened a like, 600 mil bottle of Coke, man, and just poured it straight out. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, shit got real with it. Once I'd seen it, and obviously the adrenaline worn off, it was like, Shit's real now. You know what I mean? Like, all I remember is sitting there, like, sort of half in, half out. Like, I remember flying across the Bridgewater Bridge and sort of, like, I remember a couple of my mates, like, screaming at me, like, slapping me across the face. Like, I kept passing in and out, apparently. And anyway, the boys, you know, thank fuck for them. You know what I mean? Like, really? Yeah, yeah. Thank fuck for all them. You know, they rang the ambos and got the ambos to meet us halfway because they reckon I wasn't going to make it to the hospital. And they did. and. I had a blood transfusion pretty well. Oh, 
I don't know whether it must have been at the hospital, I suppose. Like, yeah. I can't really remember. Or in the ambulance, um, even there. Yeah, 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 like wherever it was, I had a blood transfusion. They said I'd lost. They said if I had been like three, four minutes, like, there would have been no getting me back. And by the time I got there, I was completely unconscious. They had to give me the blood transfusion in my body to bring me, bring all my blood levels back up to bring me back to life. Um, which obviously saved me. And then when I went in for surgery, they um, must have, because all my arm was, was literally hanging there by the artery. The yeah. mu- muscle was seven and a half, tendon was seven and a half, arm was completely ripped open, and it was just literally bone in an artery. And they must have nicked the artery or something while I was in the, while I was in the um, emergency room. And yeah, I bled out and died again. And they brought me back again. So yeah, they made like it. And you'd think, this, this is what I mean, like, to the, pe- to the people listening and shit, this is what I mean, you think that'd be the turning point. You know what I mean? you think yes, that'd be on holy stuff. But guess what? No. I checked myself out of hospital first thing in the morning, got one of my mates to bring me in a bag, smoked the thing in the elevator on the way down, on the way down from the hospital, went straight back home, had a party, went and had a party, some dickhead was doing burnouts out in front of my house, come down my staircase and walk back up, punched him in the head with the car, so I just broke and then was back in the hospital the same night. <laughs> So, I, I, I remember, bro. I remember those days, and fucking hell, like I remember seeing that the photo, which which will be flash up in the in the in this video. But I remember seeing that, bro, and then seeing your bandage and cast it up and that. And I remember just thinking, like, fucking hell, this is this life is real, you know, like one hundred percent, man. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like it's it's a yeah, like the, the only way, like. You know, you watch your fucking bullshit underbelly movies and all well, that bullshit, they're obviously true stories, but yeah, you watch yeah. all that and then, then you see people, you know what I mean, like some neoplastic gangsters and that try to live it, think they're cool and that. But like, in all honesty, that is the sort of, I mean, no one's getting shot dead, you know, well, well there are, but that yeah. didn't happen in my now. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, close to But that is literally, that's literally the life you live in, you know what I mean? They're just not making a movie about you. Yeah, that's That's right. the only difference, but. Someone could make a movie, movie. Like if someone had a GoPro, man, a film like when you were coming around home and a few other people and that, like through my up. I guarantee you they would have made a fucking good movie. We could have made some money. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, but like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a time in my life that I've put behind me. I'm, I'm eight years clean now. Yeah, wow, bro. Wow. Eight years? Yeah, yeah like, brother, yeah. I don't even surround myself by it, though. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't... Ice is an addiction to me that... that I don't feel like it ever properly goes away. You know what I mean? Like, I... I if I... Like, I, I couldn't... I couldn't have a gut full of piss in me and walk into a room and have a couple of my real good friends smoking and I don't think I could 100% sit there and tell you that I would 110% say no. Yep. So I just... So I just completely pushed myself out of the scene completely. And you know what I mean? What, you, know, you know what, brother? That takes that takes a real man to say that. You know, like like especially you know, as we call ourselves recovering addicts, right? It takes a real person to actually admit that. You know, because not many people people get clean. You know, there's so many years clean, and they're they're this and they're that, and I'll never touch it again. I you can fucking smoke it or or do whatever you do in front of me, and I won't touch it. Like it's a load of shit, bro. Like you said, it, it is a it is a lifelong thing, I believe, too. Like, yeah, it gets easier and easier, I think, but at the end of the day, you've still got that little devil back here somewhere, don't you, you know, in the back of your mind? Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like, like I said, it's not like you withdrawals and that are gone. I, you yeah, know, yeah, I don't yeah, crave yeah. it. Nothing like that, but it's just the fact of it's a, it's a novelty of doing it, you know, twirling that thing, staying up, like, you know what I mean, sitting there saying who blows the beer clouds or, you know what I mean, it's, it's, everything's a competition, you know what I mean, like it's all a competition with each other and everyone's, you know, everyone's yet to do better than everyone else, you know what I mean, it's just, you just, to be, to be a real man, I feel, I feel like, yeah, the real man in admitting, you, you have to be 100% truthful with yourself. You yeah, know what I mean? Which, and, and, I, and my point is, like I said, I, I don't know. If I, if I was sober, I wouldn't fucking do it at all. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. I, no, but at, a, at, a at a vulnerable point in my life, you know what I mean? Something really bad. You know, my missus left me, with, took the kids and that. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and then I went to a party and they were smoking it. That, who knows? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. I'd like, to say, I'd like to say no, but like, the, the problem is, is once you break, once you go over the edge and you touch it, you, you, you've broken that barrier of, of you've never had it. And as soon as you've had it once, you can have it over and over and over again. And that's, that's where you fuck up. So the smartest person can be to, to not have that, you know, I want to try everything once scenario. Don't fucking touch it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, man, bro, don't fucking touch it. My advice is the exact same too. Fucking oath. You know, as you know, brother, I took it to the fucking next level, man, in my... After after we stopped hanging out, bro, my life went even deeper and deeper, lower, you know? It was like... But, yeah, this, this potty's about you, obviously, bro. But anyway, so, you know, it, even after cutting your arm and shit like that, bro, it didn't stop, eh? Like, um, there was... As I remember, but there was a lot more that sort of went on after that too, bro. And then, and then yeah, then you finally... Bro, she got deeper. Yeah. She got deeper and deeper and deeper, man. I remember... What about the old certain fucking old... Um, Mr. David. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, without saying, you know, you know what I mean? Like, we, we, we had range of him, you know what I mean? I've shot at him, and, yep. you know, I remember coming out fucking Mike House and Bright with the fuck, with a uh, 22 rifle pump action, letting off a fucking whole clip at him in his car, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and he leaked it afterwards, you know what I mean? And rocking up to his house afterwards and kicking his front door and chasing it, he still won't there, you know what I mean? Like, and just to give All you a bit, bit of insight on this bloke, right? Um, we don't have to say his name, but sort of what sort of um, what sort of reputation did this bloke have at the time, bro? And what what was he trying to do? Well, he was supposedly this great big fucking kingpin standover that went around fucking went around robbing everyone. So he supposedly rocked up to if you sold a bit of shit or anything like that, and he did. It wasn't supposedly he did. Yeah, he done it he to lots of people. To, yeah, he broke up to your front door, you know. He was known for having a forty five. I'm sure everyone that watches this knows what a forty five is. And knows you know, what we're talking 40, about. Yeah. <laughs> put a forty five to your head or something like that, you know, if you gave it to him, you gave it to him. If you didn't, well apparently it was game up. Like, yeah. I knew a few people he put stuff off, you know what I mean? Yep. when I got the phone call from him one day saying that he was coming to get me, it was like, Oh, right, mate. She game on, motherfucker. Like, yeah. And and it was. I remember having boys around. When I heard he was coming, I, I remember I had five or six boys around home, man. I was one of them, I had, bro. I had, yeah, exactly. I had the rifle scope down at the end of the street, and he apparently drove a black WRX, and some poor bitch was driving down the street in a black WRX, and I was about to unload the whole round on her. Yeah. And then, sure enough, one of the boys come run down and told me it was one of his lips. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but 
the poor bitch, like, you know, I was nearly doing 25 to life over, over a mistake. Yeah. You know the moment. So, you know, it's like, and we camp out there for days, man. So, it's like, like, not not just like, not just for like three, four hours, you know what I mean? Like, I'd lay in the bush out the front of my house for fucking five or six hours. When we'd have me caught, all the other boys would be in every other corner of my house, like, watching the cameras, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, just absolute full tweak and, like, absolute, absolute fuckheads. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. And it was, and, and it was unreal at the time. You know, it was, bro. It was like, like we were fucking gangsters, you know. I remember clear as day, like, it was a fucked life, bro, really. Like, but yeah. You think, you know, I don't know, yeah. The whole time it happened, I never had no missus, you know what I mean? Nothing yeah. like that. You didn't, didn't even, you didn't even have the thought of kids. Or, or yeah. any other normal life. It was at, at one point in my life, man. I, I legit thought that I was going to do this for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Like, yep. And and it would have been, I mean, it's, it's a hard for like a young young bloke like I was. It's a hard thing not to fall in love with. You know what I mean? Like I had thousands and thousands of dollars. You know what I mean? Yep. I'd, I'd go to town. I'd go to town, and you know, you feel like you pull any girl you want it. Yep. You could, you had mates, you had that many mates that weren't really your mates, you know what I mean? But I, I still to this day have a lot of brothers, you know, that I consider, you know, like my real proper brothers yep. from them days. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, and like, so like for, for a young for a young lad, like, what's not to love? You got women, you got drugs, you got money, you got power. Yeah. You know, you're, you're a fucking, you know, 19, 20 year old fucking boy. Yeah. You're going out to nightclubs and, you know, going out, like, I, I was like banned from the whole of the fucking CBD in the end up, you know what I mean? But, but, but before, like, before that, before that, like, you'd walk, you'd walk in and, like, I used to go to the strip joint, man, and the, the fucking owner of the strip joint would, like, have a little room for me at the back and I'd go out and smoke my pipe and it wouldn't bother me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you know what I mean? Get any stripper you wanted in there at any time. Like, didn't have to pay for it. Like, it was, it was gold. Yeah, well, like, you know what I mean? like you said, power, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it was literally power. Yeah, power of the whole street, and yeah, well, not the whole street. So the whole, like the whole nightclub scene, the whole, you know. But with all that comes, you know, cops comes a lot of other things. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Um, it comes, and if you're going to do it, you're going to be prepared to give up your freedom. You know what I mean? I've done a bit over two years jail now, you know, which is fuck all in the scheme of things. I've probably gone off lucky. Yeah, oh, definitely, but, bro. You know, yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah, she's like, you got to, you got to, they're the thing, you don't, you don't, you don't, what's the word, you don't, you can't live a lifestyle like that and expect it to be all fucking roses and sunshines. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got you to cop a few to give a few. Hundred percent, bro. Hundred percent. Right. So, like, I suppose, like, um, it all came to an end, brother. Uh, you know, go into that a little bit. Tell us, sort of, where your head was at. You know, what what really made you give it up and, and turn your life around, bro? Um, girl, actually. You know, well, a little, a little um, two year old girl. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Started seeing, um, started seeing a girl, um, had been for a little bit, and um, anyway, just just rewind it back. Sorry, brother, just rewind it back a little bit. Obviously, you 
Number one, you got out of the area, hey, like. No, no, brother. This is before that. Okay, sorry. No, this is before that. Yeah, yeah, before that. So, yeah, so we, yeah, I was living down our beach. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yep, I'm with you. Yeah. I was living down our beach. Hey? I seen her after you. Oh, did you? Yeah, no shit. Uh, uh, there you go. Yeah, I know you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, me and fucking hated each other now, but I, I give it, I give it one thing. She fucking like part saved me in that aspect. You know what I mean? Like, yep. So she, yeah, she, um, I loved her right around. You know what I mean? And, and then she more or less gave me the other mate because she had a daughter, and she said to me, "Well, like, if you want to be with me, you, yeah, I don't want that shit around the kid." And I was like, yeah, well, that's fair enough. You know what I mean? And for probably six months, I was doing it behind the back. You know what I mean? Like trying to ease and off a lot. You know yeah, what I mean? But, yeah. but, but you know, like go a little bit, a little bit longer each time, a little bit longer each time. And then eventually built, built like a really tight bond with her daughter. Yeah. To the point where like she, she'd go out. You know what I mean? Like she'd go out to parties and, no, I would choose not to. I'd be like, no, nah, it's all right. Like, I'll stay home with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and happily do it. And then, and then that's how it was. You know what I mean? I just, I just mean, her just be chilling all the time, little darling. Yeah. But, um, we ended up, we ended up splitting up and oh, I had to fucking, I had a bit of a relapse again. Yeah. And then, um, then yeah, I ended up meeting the mother of my first daughter. I, I had a bit of a, I had a bit of a time where I was like, I think I got clean for like maybe a couple of months. So I just decided I was going to try and do it again. And in that couple of months, I met my first daughter's mother and she came from Manchester, which is where I live now. Yep. And um, yeah, she said, oh, I'll move down. And I said, no, fuck that. I said, oh, I said I'll come up. So I need to change. So yep. I'm, I'm not going to change unless I get away from it, you know what I mean? Because like I said before, like I never, I didn't want to be surrounded by didn't want to be surrounded by it, you know what I mean? I'm sure, and it's obviously up here everywhere too, but it's, I didn't know the people that were doing it, exactly. you know what the I mean? Crowd, so, the crowd, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I, I moved up here and had my first daughter and, yeah, I, I, I had probably, had, yeah, I hadn't touched it since, so yep. she's, she's five, she's five now and um, I've got two other beautiful kids as well. You know what I mean? And oh, it's all about going, all I do now, man, is I'm just a family man now. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I used to have a beer and that of a, of a weekend and, you know, like, like have a beer and, and party in the shed at home, you know what I mean? But I keep it on tabs now, you know, like, yeah. I go play footy, play footy at Bridport, you know what I mean? Got a bit of power lifting, you know, just a, just a, yeah. Obviously, back into um, you working and shit, bro. Like you know, because you, you definitely weren't working through those shitty days. Like, nah, fuck no, definitely wasn't working. You know, I know I always worked my whole life. You know what I mean? Because when I could work, I was working. Yeah, yeah. And the only time I ever stopped, the only time I, could, I ever stopped was during them fucking shitty times. You know what I mean? But oh, yeah, she's she's just a lot. I, I wouldn't change it. You know what I mean? Because I met, like I said, I met some. Some of the best people in my life. I had some of the hardest times in my life, and it sort of shaped the man that you are now. 100%. If you know what I mean? Like, I say the same thing. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm playing catch up. I'm playing catch up with things like buying a house and, yeah. you know, doing all that sort of bullshit, you know what I mean? Because, like, 
he puts you in a lot of debt. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, back, you yeah. don't pay bills. You don't pay bills. You don't pay, you just didn't give a fuck because everything was all cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but, you know what I mean? Like, all, all, all in all, all in all, like I said, oh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change nothing. Like, like it's, Definitely, it's a part right. of you now. Definitely, exactly yeah. right. You know, you've, you've learned a lesson, brother. You, you know, you definitely it was um, definitely a, a life you wouldn't have chose. You know, if, if you could go back, but it's happened, and it's it's like you said, it's shaped the person you are today. You know, you're kicking goals now, brother. You you know, your father, as you've said to to three beautiful kids. You know, you, you're playing sport, you're working, you're fucking, you're doing the riding, bro. So, all all props to you, brother. Thanks, man. Well, well, I'll look at it now. Is that yeah? Well, now I've got uh, you know one son, two girls. I look at it like, and um, back then, if one of my daughters dated someone like me, I fucking would have shot it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Hundred percent. I've got three daughters, brother. Yeah. I know. I know the feeling. Yeah, congratulations on the new one, too, mate. Well done. Yeah, thanks, bro. But That's now, right. if my daughter did someone like me now, now like, I'd be happy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's from a from a father's point of view, I just think every man should aspire to to be the man that he wants his daughters to be with. Hundred percent, you know what I mean. One hundred percent, I agree. Yep. And if that's you know what I mean, if that's and if that's what sort of helps you get off the shit, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And that's what to, always use it to inspire yourself, sort of thing, is what you're yeah, trying to say. Yeah, use it to your advantage. Stop. Stop making up excuses and shit. Start thinking of reasons why you should, rather than reasons why you should. Hundred percent, bro. Well, look, brother. If you if you can, um, you know, throw it into a sentence, a, a decent bit of advice for for your younger self, brother. Do you know what I mean? Like, if if you could give your younger self before you before you went down that shitty shitty road a, a bit of a word of advice, what would it be? If I was talking to myself now, you know, if me now talking to my younger self, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or not just your younger self, bro. I suppose any any um, any young kid that's you know starting to head down that down that road of um of that of that shitty life or whatever, you know, just just a bit of advice, bro. You know, throw throw a bit of advice out there. Hold your hold your family close, and your mates that are sitting there telling you that. Your mates are sitting there telling you you shouldn't be doing something. They're your real mates, not the ones that are jumping in the back seat next to you, doing the same fucking shit you are. You know what I mean? Listen, listen to your family. Stay close to the ones that actually give a fuck. You know what I mean? Not just the ones that are there for the ride or the party. Yeah. Not everyone's your mate. 100%. Even if they, even if they seem like they are at the time, trust is a very, the older you get, yeah, you remember when you remember when your parents, for example, would say to you things like, "You can only count your real true mates on one hand," and you're like, "Fuck up, mum, I got a thousand. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You're old and fucking boring. Well, that the older you get, the more true uh, everything they used to say to you is. You know what I mean? We're the old men. We're the old men now. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, like, and it's so true. Like, people going to make are people going to make their own. You know, there's going to be people that are going to be listening to this now thinking you and me are both fuckheads, you know what I mean? And, you know, we don't know what we're talking about and whatnot. And, you know, yep. good on you, fuck you. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Like, yep, 100%. Like, yeah, you make your own choices, but I'm telling you from personal experience, 
if you go down that fucking path, there's only one ending. Or the side. There's, there's a few endings. So one is Joe, two is dead, or three is just 60 to 80 years old. If you stay on that path, man, you've got no super, you've got nothing to live for, you, you're living on the street, you, you, you're fucked. You won't have any kids, you won't have anyone that ever cares about you because you'll rip everyone off yep. or, or fuck over anyone that ever cared about you. People, can only, people are very patient, but everyone has, a, everyone has a breaking point. You know what I mean? And eventually people get different. 100% bro. Look, brother, I'd just like to say, brother, I personally, man, you know, I, I was there through a lot of all that, all what we've just talked about, you know. Um, I've seen you, seen you at your absolute rock bottom, brother, at your absolute fucking highest of your your shitty days, and now I've seen you also fucking living a good life, bro, and doing doing good things. So I'd just fucking personally say, tell you that I'm proud of you, brother. Fucking oath. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it a lot. Awesome, bro. Anything else you want to add, brother? No, not in particular. Just like I said, everyone, just make sure you're making the right choices in life. And if you are going to make the wrong ones, reach out to a mate, reach out to someone you care about before you make that shitty decision. Other than that, enjoy life, have a drink, you know what I mean? Have a bit of fun and live your life to the fullest, guys. 100%, bro. Well, that's a wrap, guys. Thanks for listening. That is Andy Barron. Woo! See you guys.